When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, my name is Chris Lambert and on this channel we talk Kanye West and today we are talking Kanye's Chicago listening party and maybe an inspiration for it being Synecdoche, New York. And this is a little bit of a long shot, I'm going to say that to you up front, but I do think it is interesting. As we know from Kanye looking at his discography, looking at his music videos, he not only samples songs, right, when he's putting together music, which is one of the things he's most famous for right he wasn't just making great beats he was doing an interesting job of mixing samples and bringing in these soul samples into hip-hop and even to this day he usually has some kind of interesting sample brought into most of his albums and most of the songs but that's not where it stops he usually samples <laughs> like concepts and ideas for the albums and the structure of an album or a music video like a lot of his music videos end up being references to something uh usually some other movie right but we know that the famous video was based on vincent desiderio's painting sleep and the famous video is almost a one-for-one -one recreation the only difference is in desiderio's painting sleep the models are strangers like the people in bed are just anonymous people where in kanye's video they're famous and because they're well known it created all this controversy but for Desiderio's painting, there's no controversy because nobody knows the people. And it really gets at the difference between fame and not having fame and how much of an uproar that can be when you know too much about famous people. So when Kanye puts Ray J in a bed next to Kim or puts himself near Taylor Swift, it causes all of these uh, issues and all of this drama. Uh, which just goes to the commentary on how much we all know about famous people. So you have that, and even going to uh, the second listening party, right? People were pointing out, is Kanye's use of a bed a reference to the controversial art piece My Bed by Tracy Emin? And then you can see down here, it could be unrelated, but I've seen a lot of people drawing similarities to Gandhi's bed and other belongings, which this is Gandhi's bed, right? So here is what Kanye had. And you can kind of see similarities to each, right? The funny thing is Tracy Emin actually did a lot of design work um, for the Brit Awards when Kanye was at the Brit Awards in 2015 and also has collaborated with S. Devlin or is known, like there's a, a relationship between S. Devlin and Tracy Emin. I do believe, correct me on that if I'm wrong. Um, and Kanye has worked with S. Devlin for over a decade now. So there's a reason to believe he would know about this work but also we know that he was going to name an album yandi right after gandhi a combination of yay and gandhi so you can see why kanye might have been doing a fusion of these the inspiration that would come from that whether or not he took inspiration from this or that or something else we do know that kanye is often taking inspiration from other things for the works that he's doing so uh blair here says many of you forgot kanye used to have a blog called universe city Many of you forgot that in 2008, he used that blog to recommend Synecdoche, New York. Many of you forgot about the Gondry-Kaufman-West Nexus. 
I did not forget. So Blair goes into some details. I'm going to go into more details. Uh, but he says, or they say, 2004, Gondry Kaufman drop Eternal Sunshine. Great movie. 2005, Gondry directs the scrapped Heard Him Say video where Kanye takes shelter in a warehouse like Macy's. 2008, Kaufman releases Synecdoche where everyone is stuck in a warehouse. Coincidence? Almost certainly. But... Eh, it's Kanye. <laughs> you know, if you follow us, you know that we have talked uh, before about Kanye probably being inspired by the great Gatsby for Yeezus. And one of the reasons we hold on to that theory and use that as a probability is that Kanye was working with Jay-Z in 2011 on Watch the Throne. And that's when Leonardo DiCaprio and Boz Lerman approached Jay-Z about uh, scoring the Great Gatsby movie. And they actually came to the Mercer Hotel and were in the middle of Jay-Z recording the lyrics for No Church in the Wild, which is kind of wild. But Kanye wasn't there at the time, so far as I know. Um, but you could imagine that Kanye working that closely with Jay over the course of putting the album together, the release, and then the tour that they went on, uh, that overlap with Jay-Z starting to do work for The Great Gatsby with No Church in the Wild even being used in the promotional material for The Great Gatsby, that at some point Kanye would have been talking with Jay about what The Great Gatsby is about, doing more research into it, and you can see a lot of overlap between Gatsby and Yeezus, which we've made a video on before. I may link to it. You can just search uh, Great Gatsby Yeezus, and our video on it will come up. There's also something for... Uh, like the iceberg video that's going to have more details on that as well. But uh, this is another situation where Kanye worked closely with many people that were involved in this movie around the time that this movie came out, as Blair already pointed out. And it would make sense that Kanye, with his love of movies, would hear about it, ask questions about it, and kind of be carrying around this concept in his head. I will point out that Synecdoche, New York is one of the weirdest and most emotionally stressful movies I've ever watched. It hurt my brain watching it, and it's one that I loved. I love the experience of. It's weird, it's bizarre, but it's also like thrilling just based on how weird it is. It's not for everyone, <laughs> but I think it's like a, a masterwork kind of thing and incredibly underrated. But you can see here there's a site called Being Charlie Kaufman, uh, the definitive Charlie Kaufman information resource since 2001. And on Thursday, 9th, uh, October 9th, 2008, they posted, if there's one ingredient I didn't realize Being Charlie Kaufman's lacking, it's Kanye West. So now he's getting down with his bad self for the second time within months on BCK. Yeah, what was the first time? Uh, this time pimping out the Synecdoche New York trailer on his blog. So if you click on this, it's just a broken link since Kanye University City is down. I tried going to the Wayback Machine and that didn't work either, uh, which was a shame. And that doesn't work either. <laughs> okay. Um, they're saying I'm so white. Kanye and Michelle Gondry are frequent collaborators, but apparently as uh, Blair was saying, Kanye did shout out Synecdoche as a worthwhile watch on his blog. Uh, Kanye and Michelle Gondry are frequent collaborators in case you weren't aware. Um, Gondry played drums on West's second album, Late Registration, and directed the music video to West's Heard Him Say, which eventually got dumped. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, then they get weird. So this is the cover art for Synecdoche. You can see it's in a warehouse. It's a giant warehouse that he starts to build a recreation of his day-to-day -day life. 
Uh, and it just gets more and more intense as he starts to include more of the world inside this warehouse. Um, so Synecdoche, New York is a 2008 American postmodern psychological drama written and directed by Charlie Kaufman. It stars Philip Seymour Hoffman as an ailing theater director who works on an increasingly elaborate stage production and whose extreme commitment to realism begins to blur the boundaries between fiction and reality. The film's title is a play on Schenectady, New York, where much of the film is set in the concept of Synecdoche, wherein a part of something represents the whole or vice versa. So what starts off as just a simple recreation of like a street, right and it's like this is my apartment this is my street we're gonna get it down to looking exactly like the apartment in the street or the house in the street ends up then saying we need more we need the the next street over we need the entire block we need the downtown area and the actors are supposed to be the exact copies of the people that they're portraying and the lines between as it's saying reality and fiction really start to blur uh, and looking at Synecdoche, if you need a better example of that, it's just when um, a part of something refers to the whole of something or vice versa. So if they say in New York, uh, New York won the game, the speaker refers to the New York Yankees baseball team, uh, which is an example of Synecdoche. There are some other definitions where uh, referring to a person according to a uh, single characteristic, graybeard, meaning an old man. <laughs> Right. Uh, referring to a sword as a blade, describing a complete vehicle as wheels or referring to a manual transmission vehicle as a stick, referring to people by a particular body part, for example, head count or counting noses or all hands on deck using tickling the ivories to mean playing the piano. Crazy. Uh, describing a meal as a bite to eat. So those kinds of things are all uh, Schenectady or Synecdoche. And that's kind of what this is going uh what's happening in the movie is that this little bit that's in the warehouse is supposed to represent the whole of life except he keeps expanding and expanding um so michelle gondry was part of this is a collaborator with charlie kaufman and as uh both blair and being charlie kaufman pointed out uh Gondry had worked closely with Kanye during the 2005 period uh, with Heard Him Say and Late Registration. So Kanye already has a connection to Gondry. Um, and then you can also see Spike Jones here. And Spike Jones worked with Kanye a ton. He directed the Flashing Lights music video in 2008. Uh, and then also in 2008, he went on to direct We Were Once a Fairy Tale. I guess it was 2009 it came out, which was the short film starring Kanye that has the song... Um, uh, what was it? <laughs> See You My Nightmares playing in the background. So it's essentially a short film made for 808s and Heartbreak. And I think it's the greatest short film I've ever seen. It's awesome. Uh, you can find it on Vimeo. Not on YouTube, but on Vimeo. And that was something else that Spike Jones directed. He directed the Otis music video in 2011. Yeah. And then he also directed the Only One music video uh, in 2015. 2014, 2015. So he has worked... Uh, a lot with Kanye, but especially in that period, he was working with Kanye a ton. So you, can you imagine Kanye talking with Spike Jones as they're collaborating on Flashing Lights, as they're collaborating on We Were Once a Fairy Tale about this movie, Synecdoche, New York, and getting into all the details of it. And I'm pretty sure Kanye loves Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which Gondry and Kaufman were also involved in. So you have all these people, and then recognize music by John Bryan. John Bryan was the one that helped produce 
uh, and played a ton of instruments on late registration as well. So now you have, what, four people that Kanye has had connections to uh, putting together this movie and working with Kanye in the period that this movie would have been like being written, being filmed, then releasing, and Kanye then release, uh, talks about it on his blog. So there's a reason to think that Kanye would be familiar with this. And then you even have this scene of a burning house. A lot of people have talked about the idea that Kanye is going to burn down his childhood home, which has kind of gained more credence in the fact that um, Kanye has announced that he's going to change his name from Kanye to Ye, right? And just be known as Ye from now on. Not even Kanye West. He's getting rid of the West as well. So he's just going to be Ye. And this idea of destroying the old you in order to move on, like closing that chapter of your life. Uh, there's just something to that that people are starting to have this idea of like burning the house down or destroying the house. And in Synecdoche, you do have a burning house. The movie does end in calamity with everything kind of falling apart. Um, so, yeah, we also know that like There Will Be Blood is one of Kanye's favorite movies. And there the oil rig catches on fire at one point in time. I just, a lot of people are really expecting fire. We'll see. I I mean, building all of that, it would be a shame to set it on fire, but it would also be amazing to set it on fire. But it, you do wonder if uh, Synecdoche was at least part of the inspiration of recreating his childhood home and adding this degree of realism and how we'll see Kanye... Uh, deal with this could he have another version of himself like walking through so he's directing a version of Kanye and you just have this duality of the man is there going to be parts where Kanye's in the mask and parts where he takes the mask off is he going to burn the house down and then take the mask off and really have it be this symbolism of you know Kanye as you know him is done and that's who is wearing the mask all these months now I'm yay etc etc we'll see but uh, it has my attention and uh, Synecdoche is just a movie that's worth talking about and I think the connections between that movie and Kanye whether they end up being meaningful for this are at least interesting uh, history to know about right so I think that's it for this video. If you are enjoying the channel and you want to support us, the easiest way is to like, comment, and subscribe. As any of those things tell YouTube, this is a channel people enjoy, and then they show it to others, which goes a long way in supporting us. I want to thank the newest members to the Yeezus's membership level, uh, Ilyasa Adi and Jonas Klaus. Uh, Klaus, thank you very much for supporting us through the membership. If you listener viewer would also like to support us through the membership you can just look below the video and there's a join button and there's a couple levels that get different perks so uh we also have our podcast watching the throne a lyrical analysis of yay <laughs> do we have to change the title maybe so that's it for this video until next time stay wavy and keep it loopy cheers Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.